everyone. Welcome back to the Kingdom Women Godly Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Michaela, and I'm so happy that you're here with me today. I am like so excited about today's topic, and I named it. I didn't do anything to like grab people's attention because literally I didn't do anything, <laughs> and we'll get into it. But um, before I get into it, just want to do a little bit of updates. One, I had a week. <laughs> uh, uh, I should say I've had the last two weeks it's been busy 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 like non-stop and I wasn't able to put out an episode last week so you're getting two this week and super excited about that just because I feel like God has just given me a lot to say um but yeah and then I also am going to try to be like posting on Instagram a little bit more <laughs> giving you a little bit more like I guess, quote unquote, teasers. So before you see this episode, you should have seen like a little teaser of the episode um, on my Instagram page. So make sure you're following that. And I think that's it for the before announcements. So (laughs) very little, very minimal. Just wanted to put that out there. Um, But today um, I'm talking about like the fact that I didn't do anything. Um, but God has been showing me what it really means to live in a place of living or being saved by grace. So like, I didn't have anything to do with anything, you know? So (laughs) being saved by grace is basically like, I didn't have to do anything to get where I am. And I think I started on this journey of figuring out like, okay, I really don't do anything um, after camp meeting. And that was one of the things that um, I was busy with (laughs) a couple weeks ago. It was amazing. It was so saturated with good like word and like fed my spirit so much. Like I'm so hungry to hear all of those things again, um, just because of how good and rich it was and how much it like I told my husband, I was like, these last two weeks, the people, the things that people have been preaching and the words that I've been hearing and things like that, like it's making my life as a daughter of God so much simpler. Like as a Christian, we will face opposition, you know, like all of those things. But for me to like, it takes a lot of pressure off. I should say, I don't have a whole lot of pressure on me. Um, the way I thought that I had to be as a Christian. So we'll get into it. Um, I do want to pray this episode just before I start. Um, That way things come out clearer. That way your heart and your spirit is open to hearing what I have to say. And this is just kind of stuff that I've been taught. Like the Lord has taught me. It's not, it has nothing to do with like me trying to teach or preach or whatever at you. This is literally what God has been teaching me, so I just want to share. Um, So I'm just going to go ahead and pray, and then we'll get into it. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for this time. I thank you for everyone listening. I thank you that you are near. I pray that as I speak today, that you would just make my words clear, that I would come off clear, and that... My words would be understood because it is not me speaking, but you, Lord. I ask that you would be in the car, in the room, in the gym, wherever, who, 
the listener is, Lord, that you would just be there in the midst and that they would feel your presence around them, Lord. And it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Okay, so let's get into this. In life, (laughs) we literally work for everything. We work to get money, a house, a car, time off, vacation, clothes. We have to work at a marriage. We have to work for a degree. Literally everything in life we have to work for except our salvation. It's the one thing, the only thing we have to do to get it is say yes to Jesus and obey. That's it. You just say, yep, I'm on board with Jesus and I'll obey what he tells me to do and obey what his word says. That's literally it. And it makes it seem like, oh, that's, you know, that's easy. That's not hard at all. And it can be because we face opposition and we live in a world that Satan is trying to tear us away from the father as much as he can. And he puts things in place to where we get shooken up and we start to doubt the word. A little nugget. One thing that I heard was um, during camp meeting was that you know, we put faith in God, um, but fear is the opposite of faith, and fear is having a little bit of faith, is somewhat a little bit of faith in the devil. Why? Because when you start to be fearful, that means that you're taking your trust out of God and you are now saying, okay, well, I'm going to have to try to figure something out in this world system. And we are not a part of the world. We live in it, but we are not a part of it. And when we decide that we're going to take part in the world system of doing things because we have a fearful mind and not a faith-filled mind, we start to say, okay, well, I guess, you know, leaving my family and working more is better or I think that, you know, I'm going to change the way I like teach my kids just because they're not getting it right now. And I think that I'll just stop teaching them what I need to be teaching them. So that way they have a chance to grow up and understand. Like we don't want to have fear in anything. And so when fear creeps up, you want to make sure that you are turning back to the word, obeying what the word says and standing and believing like, all right, God said that this is what's going to happen. So I'm putting my full trust in him, my full faith in him. And that's all I can do because I am a part of God's system and not the world system, if that makes sense. So that was just a little nugget. But anyways, um, I'm going to read Ephesians uh, 2, 4 through 5, and I'm reading the NLT. I am such an ESV person that switching to another translation is so hard for me, but I've been going towards the NLT so often recently. I think it's just because it's an easy read and the words just hit, like, because I think it's an easy read, they just hit. But I love the ESV as well, so... We're going to talk about Bibles one of these days, and I'll tell you that having multiple translations is not a bad thing. But um, anyways, I'm, I'm going to read Ephesians 2, 4 through 5 in the NLT, and it says, But God is so rich in mercy, he, and he loved us so much that even though we were dead because of our sins, he gave us life when he raised Christ from the dead. It is only by the grace of God that you have been saved. So, we had no part in that because even while we were dead 
meaning not in the will of God, not saying yes to him, not following the word, he still did it. We didn't ask for Jesus. We didn't ask to be saved, yet he did it anyway. And I'm going I'm going to read Ephesians 1, 4. Um, I think, sorry, 1 through, uh, sorry, <laughs> Ephesians 1, 4 through 5 is what I'm going to read. And it says, even before he made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. Okay, that's a good point. And I didn't realize that before, but without fault in his eyes, meaning he made us perfect from the beginning. He wanted us to be literally perfect from the beginning. Before Adam and Eve fell, they were perfect. So even before he made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. And then this is verse five. God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. This is what he wanted to do, and it gave him great pleasure. So God like predestined us to be his children, his daughters, and he planned Jesus for us. I've been like stuck in this mindset that the things that I do are how I work the Bible. Like, I'm the one that is working the Bible. Does that make sense? (laughs) But God's like, uh, no, ma'am. It's your heart condition. Uh, So, for example, the Bible says, seek first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added to you. So, in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, so I'll read my Bible every day, pray, and thank God for all the things that I'm asking him for, and they'll come. And not that any of that stuff is bad. You should be doing that. Thank God every day for the things that you have and the things that you are believing him for. Pray and seek him. Pick up your Bible every day. The Bible is so rich in word. Like it just has, it's so wise. It's so wise. And it gives you so much wisdom, which by the way, I'm still reading Proverbs throughout the month of August. So if you guys want to hop on that train, basically whatever day it is, that's where you start (laughs) and just finish out that way. I like to start on the first of the month so I can keep track of day by day. And because August has 31 days, you have 31 Proverbs, you would get through it in a month. Um, But with all that being said, (laughs) the Bible is so rich. I just encourage you to continue to pick up your Bible every day and just pick pick a book. You're never going to be in a book where God's like, Mm, that's the wrong book. He might lead you to something else. He might say, hey, we'll come back to that. Let's read this one. But nothing in the Bible is bad. He's not going to tell you to put down your Bible (laughs) and stop reading Galatians or Genesis. He's not going to tell you that. But my heart condition basically in this verse is wrong. My heart is saying, I want to seek the kingdom for my sake and not to spread the word. And of course, like I said, we should be seeking the kingdom for our sake and knowing and learning more about God, but not for his stuff. That's like gold digger energy. That is a gold digger mindset. Sorry, not sorry, but it is. If you're going to someone and doing all the things that they like and 
playing the part because you know that's what they like and they'll give you stuff in return that's not really a relationship that's just I want your money and I can't get it myself and you can be the same way with God is okay I'm gonna seek first his kingdom because he's gonna give me these things God promises so much in his word and he his promises never fail but when our heart condition is wrong and when we're not when we're not in the right mindset to go to him he's like "Mm, honeybee let's (laughs) backtrack and let's actually build a relationship there are things that my husband and I have been believing God for and we know it's promised to us but we've been trying to obtain those promises and obtain the things that we're like believing for by working harder, praying more, and reading the Bible. Again, none of these things are bad, but when you think you have to do something to get the blessing and the good things that God has given you, you're not doing it right. You're not doing it right because literally he said, say yes to Jesus, obey me, and obey my word. That's it. That's what we have to do. And so reading your word, that's how we get the the information. That's how we find our purpose and our calling and what God has called us to do and things of that nature. He gave us the word for that, but he also said, hey, I already did the work for you by sending Jesus to the cross. Literally just listen to what that man says, listen to what he tells you to do, and you'll be straight. You'll be straight. Ephesians 1.5 again says, God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. This is what he wanted to do, and it gave him great pleasure. So some of these key words that we're seeing is his own family. He wanted to, wanted, it gave him great pleasure. And then Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus, so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. He planned. His own family, he wanted. It gave him great pleasure. He planned. All of those things are what's said in these two verses. The common theme in this is that it is for him. When we seek his kingdom, it gives him pleasure. When we stand on his word and have the right heart posture, it pleases him. When we tithe and have the right heart posture, it pleases him. We should be doing these things out of the love for God and not the benefits. God is good. God is a good God. He is such a good father. And that gives us the desires of God is a good God and he is a good father and he takes care of us and he gives us the desires of our hearts, but he wants us to seek him above all else and do it because we love him, not because we want the thing, not because we want the desires of our hearts. God gave us that desire. He gave us the desire to want things, but when we go to him, he's going to get it to us the way that He wants to get it to us so that he gets all the glory. There's always a little part of our flesh that wants to say, oh yeah, I did this. 
and people go, oh my gosh, you're so good for that. You're so good for that. Yeah, I did this. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Like, you know, people just kind of like seeking glory for themselves a little bit, even when (laughs) they're still trying to give glory to God. There's always that little piece of our flesh that's just like, "Mm, somebody say, good job, Michaela. Somebody say, you did the right thing, Michaela. And I'm seeking validation for myself. We all do it. We all do it. I'm just putting my name in there because I don't need to say anybody else's. But like, could you imagine only going to see your parents because you know they'll give you money or food or pay for this stuff when you're out? Like, of course, when I have kids, I want to be able to do that for them forever. Like, I want to be able to provide for them if they need some money or we're going out shopping, I pay for their stuff or we're out to eat and I grab the checkbook or my husband (laughs) grabs the checkbook. I want to be able to do those things for my kids forever. But if they were to come to me only when I said, hey, let's go out to eat or hey, I'm going to go shopping or hey, do you want money? I would be so sad if they never came to see me just because they loved me. The same, like, for, so an example in my life are my grandparents. My grandparents are givers, like, to the top givers. They have given to everyone and everything, especially their grandkids. So we're all, my little sister is almost 18. So when she turns 18, all of their grandkids will be adults. And they are still to this day saying, hey, when you guys come to Florida, let's go out to eat. Let's go shopping. Let's go here. Let's go go do this. And in all of our minds, we're like, we know they're going to pay. But if they were not to pay, if they were not to grab that checkbook, all of us would still go. Because all of us love them so much. They've been such a great, like, they've just been such great people in our lives. They've been so amazing to us and just have always been there for us. And I know that it's rare for a lot of people to be so close with their grandparents, but for the first, like, I guess, seven years of my life, all I remember, like my first seven years of living, I remember being around them 24 seven. And even after that, like we lived 20 minutes down the road. So after church, We would go to their house on Sundays. We would go during the week. We would go on the weekends. We were just so close to our grandparents. And they are such amazing people to us. And even, like, out out of our family, they are loved by so many other people. And only go by Mom, Mom, and Pop, Pop. So those are their legal names, Mom, Mom, and Pop, Pop. So you just, you can't not want to be around them and if that was the only reason we were going was to take their money or to get things out of them they'd be so sad and that's what God feels God feels that way when we're just like okay Lord give it to us we're asking you said if we seek you and pray to you and um, delight in you that you'll give us our desires you'll give us our wants you'll give us um, all the things that we need and he's like I will, but it's not because you're doing that. It's because I've already promised it. I'll give you the desires of your heart, not because you're sitting here begging me, but because I love you so much. Like how 
beautiful is that? Like, who does that? It's only God. Only God does that. He doesn't hold grudges against us. Like I, like when I read in the first scripture where it says, even before he made the world, God loved us and chose us before he made the world. So before he said, let there be light before he said, all the creatures of the earth come up. He said, Oh, I love people. I love my daughters. I love my sons. I love my children. And I want to adopt you into my family. He wanted, he already knew that's how good he is. He is so amazing. He is so amazing. And he sent Jesus, the man who has perfect blood. He was tempted just like us. He didn't break any rules. Any of God's rules, I should say. He loved people. He discipled people. He told people about God. He was a good human being. Yet everyone killed him, put him on a cross. And he died for us. He died for my sins. For when I tell a little white lie. Or when I do something wrong. Or when I have wrong thoughts and act on them. He died for that. So that way we could be in relationship with God. Like how amazing is that to be, to know God knows you by name. He knows the number of hairs on your head. He loves you so much. He knows you personally and he's the creator of the universe of the universe. Me and my husband were watching, um, uh, national geographic. I've always liked that. I've always liked things to do with the earth. Um, I like, I actually do really enjoy sciencey stuff. Um, but we were watching, I think Will Smith did like, uh, what was it called? Was it just called earth? I don't know. Will Smith did a show on national geographic. If you have Disney plus you can watch it, but they were just showing things like deep in the ocean that you don't see like to a normal human being. There's things in the ocean. I didn't even know lived there. I didn't even know you could go that deep in the ocean. Like there are so many like creatures and things down there that we just have no idea about that God created them all. And he knows all of them. And he knows you by name (laughs) and he wants to know you and he wants to be in relationship with you. That's how much he loves us is that he sent Jesus so that he could take you, just you. If no one else was on the earth, he would have been like, please go do it for them. If I was the only one on earth, he would say, Jesus, I need you to go die on that cross. Wipe her sins clean so that she can be in relationship with me. And I think this will probably have to be a different podcast, but I think a lot of times we think like, okay, well, if God just wanted us in relationship with him, like, why didn't he start over? Or why did he give us the, like, ability to do wrong and things like that? But one, he gave us free will, but God is so good and so pure that anything that isn't good or pure like dies in its sight you know like when you have like I don't know I don't know if hand sanitizer really works like this but like people use it religiously 
Um, you put hand sanitizer on your hands because you know if I put this hand sanitizer on, it's going to kill all the germs on my hand. So hand sanitizer is inherently good because it's killing the bad germs that are on your hand that you might in, in, uh, what am I trying to say? Eat. If you're eating and it gets on your food, you might, what, why can I not think of the word ingest? I don't even think that's the word, but anyways, you know what I mean? You might swallow it and it might get inside of you. Hand sanitizer wipes that out. So if hand sanitizer were to get on anything, it would kill any germs. We're just using this as an example. So if God is hand sanitizer and there's anything bad within us, we immediately would perish, go away, not exist (laughs) because of how good he is. But that is a whole nother podcast and a whole different topic that I feel like I could dive into a lot more if I had more time, but I don't want to go too long on these things. Um, But yeah, God's just calling you to seek him today. He's just asking that you would just forget about the things that you're praying for. Forget about your situation. Forget about all things and just say, Lord, I want to know you. Lord, I want to hear from you. I want to get to know you better. I want to hear your voice. I want to know my purpose. And just allow him to like speak to you and be with you and comfort you and give you peace. And just watch how your love for him grows and how the things that you were praying for and wanting, how they still are there. You don't lose the desire for those things, but they become less and less in the moment. And one day you'll open your eyes and you'll be like, I was praying for all of this and now it's here in my hands. It's literally right here in my hands. I pleaded and begged and whatever for God to do all of these things. And all I had to do was just love on him and spend time with him and be with him and learn more. So I just encourage you guys to do that this like upcoming week. I know there's another podcast episode tomorrow, but do this. Just be with him. Find five, ten minutes throughout your day. Like, spend time with him whenever you do it. I usually like to do it in the morning, but whenever. But take an additional five, ten minutes. Everyone has an extra five, ten minutes in their day. I promise that you do. Whether that's going from your house to the store, whether that's going from your job to home, whatever it is, wherever you are, just take five, ten minutes and just ask the Lord to reveal to you the things that have brought you out of line with him and just help to help you get back in line with him. So with all of that being said, this amazing episode, I'm so glad that I prayed beforehand because I just felt like it flowed so much better. My words came out better. I didn't stutter. I wasn't like trying to make sure everything sounded perfect. It was just great. I loved it. Um, but there's some new things that I'm adding and I, uh, actually am adding this because of another podcast I listened to. Um, it's called saved, not soft. And I, I just, my husband actually 
showed it to me because he was like, this looks like you, like how you would set your stuff up um, if you were to do like a video podcast of this, which at some point I want to do. But right now it's just so easy to grab my mic, plug it in and sit wherever. Um, So I uh, started listening to it. And at the end, she was like, I have links for you to fill out if you want to pray or if um, you gave your life to Christ listening to my episode. So I thought that was an amazing idea and I want to give credit where credit is due because I did not come up with it by myself, but I did want to add it. So if you gave your life to Christ, welcome to the family girl. I'm so happy that you're here. Please click the link. Um, It should say salvation and then it's just a Google doc and you can fill it out. And I think it just says Um, your name and says like you check a box it says I gave my life to Christ today and then if you have any prayer requests you can write them in and then your email address so that way I can congratulate you personally and say thank you and then I also just have like resources resources and things that if you have no idea like where to start like what bible to get or whatever I can help you with that and I would love love to do that. So make sure to fill that out. And then I also have a prayer request form. So if you are listening and you have a prayer request, I love to pray for people. It's literally my day job. I literally, that's what I do for my job is pray for people. And so to do this outside, I would love to do that as well. Um, And it asks for your name, your email, and your prayer request. You do not have to put your name. Um, And if you like just want an unspoken prayer request like I can still do that but then I also ask for your email and that's if you want me to email you personally um a prayer request so all that I'm so excited to add that to this podcast because it's like I don't know it's just such a cool idea I'm glad that I ran into that so anyways I hope that you guys have an amazing rest of your day whenever you're listening to this and I will be praying for you and I hope that the Lord just shows himself to you in such a wonderful, loving way like he is. And until next time, bye y'all.